Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Our categories today are the reserve currency under assault by conservative media, the tyranny of sanctions and debanking, and pedophile privilege. In a recent podcast, short, I discovered why Russian oil and Saudi oil going to China would not affect the U.S. dollar as a world's reserve currency. That is because the Chinese yuan is pegged to the dollar. The yuan, in effect, is a pseudo-dollar, which means we are still the reserve currency. Today, Glenn Beck posted a video on YouTube where he interviewed a business professor from Columbia University about his speculation on oil and gas going to China, damaging the dollar as a reserve currency. I was waiting with anticipation for the business professor to correct Glenn and put this nonsense to rest. Instead, the business professor confirmed and agreed with Glenn on how the U.S. dollar was in peril as a reserve currency. Are you kidding me? I was floored. Now someone in the business community is lending credence to a false hypothesis. This should do wonders for misinformation and panic. That missing or being ignorant of a critical fact can take down the dollar and the world economy is in a way wondrous. It is the difference between being informed and rational and being misinformed and irrational. That other conservative media like Daily Wire and many other mainstream news sites are promulgating this narrative does not bode well. For now, we can only hope that some other tragedy will occur to steal the spotlight from this irrational fear. I literally can't believe I just said another tragedy would be good news. Yet this is where we are. It may be time to bone up on becoming a competent criminal because soon enough you will be a criminal for your beliefs, politics, religion, and opinion. If you think that's a joke, just keep listening. The latest in the Russian-Ukraine war is $14 billion being earmarked for arming Ukraine against the Russian invasion in a recent House bill. No details on how they will actually get those weapons into Ukraine. I'm guessing FedEx or UPS or maybe even Amazon. Don't forget that Ukraine was the money laundering center for high-profile politicians to launder U.S. aid money to their kids. You know their parents as Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and John Kerry. So we should expect a healthy mordida, or bite, off the top of those funds. And Russia unleashed a hypersonic missile on a weapons depot in Ukraine, wiping it out. Russia, Russia claims the weapon is too fast for Western defenses, especially those that might be in Ukraine. They have the capability of being nuclear-tipped, but only a range of 1,200 miles. They were originally designed to take out carriers. The message by the bombing is telling the U.S. and Europe to stay out. Ukraine is having some success against the Russians utilizing Starlink to guide missiles and unmanned flying vehicles to bomb targets. Our next section is on the tyranny of sanctions and debunking of Russia. While the U.S. is really good when it comes to targeting enemies with almost no collateral damage on the battlefield, they are abhorrent when it comes to targeting their enemies economically. Economic sanctions and debanking Russia have caused devastating effects on businesses inside and outside of Russia. Many have had to flat close up shop. Everyday Russians are having issues accessing funds to pay for what few products remain on the shelves. Access to credit has been shot. Russia is defaulting on bonds due to lack of access to clearinghouses for funds like SWIFT. The ruble has been pummeled. Do you think Putin or any ranking members of the government are suffering?
Yeah, that made me laugh too. This is immoral even to Russia. Do I care if you or I empathize or sympathize with the Russians? Not a lot, but a little. You see, what's happening there can happen here. It already happens here to a certain extent. Recently, you've seen what happened with the Canadian truckers and the funds donated to their cause. You saw what happened to the businesses during the riots and what happened to the funds for the Rittenhouse trial. People have been debanked for their politics. Businesses that legally sell arms have been banned by banks. Businesses and personalities who made their living online have been deplatformed. Asset forfeitures are responsible for law enforcement becoming criminal enterprises. Add it all up and we are under a full-scale assault. Where did all this begin? It began in the 80s with the war on drugs. During this period, enforcement agencies and the judiciary were quick to go after the funds of drug dealers and drug lords. So they made it easy to legally freeze bank accounts. So easy, in fact, that they would freeze the bank accounts of homeowners on whose lawn the criminal was arrested. With your account frozen, you couldn't pay your mortgage and you would lose your house. That's right. If a drug dealer was arrested on your property, you could lose your house. And some upstanding citizens did. Isn't that dandy? This was actually one of the prime motivating factors for middle-income families to go offshore with their accounts. Offshore banking isn't just for the rich or the criminal. This is that other reason, as well as a few others. As you can see from the mass effects of sanctions and debanking on a mass and individual scale, it is immoral for anyone to have the power to freeze accounts, especially judges. It does more harm to the upstanding and average citizen than it ever does to the intended target. And banks should have a policy of never complying with any such orders. Of course, there is little hope for any morality this day and age, and there is now a preference in government for such clear-cutting, blunt weapons to devastate the citizenry. Upstanding citizens have been made into criminals. So you might want to look into other accounts under different names, LLC, strategies, etc. to be sure you're liquid when the SHTF. I'm not giving advice, just my take on the current environment. President Biden's SCOTUS nominee, Katanji Brown-Jackson, not one of the original Jackson 5, has a checkered past when it comes to pedophiles. Amazingly enough, the party of pedophiles has selected a judge who is soft on defilers of children. I'm starting to think there are more pedophiles in the Democrat Party than there are cisgender males and females combined. Pretty soon there will be a Defilers of Children musical group touring the nation with their victims. Hit titles expected are Daycares or Pedo Pens and I'm Not Out of the Closet, I'm in Your Kids Room. For Senequanon News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.